broadcasting live every Saturday out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. David Essel and the Bakke, American Positive Radio Talk Show. We welcome you aboard as we're going to rock this hour, as we always do. Oh, I'm so excited. XM Satellite Radio Channel 168, and we stream worldwide at talkdavid.com. We are proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network as we cover the topics that have to do with you making better decisions, making better choices, getting ahead in life mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, everything you can imagine. Our toll-free number, one 800 548 We're celebrating 21 years in talk radio, and we've been doing the same darn thing for 21 straight years, and it has been a blast every second. We're so glad that you're choosing to give some of your time to us this weekend. In a couple minutes, I'm very excited. We have this wonderful doctor, Dr. Devi, Harvard-trained physician, who's come to come on uh, online with us and going to talk about this topic about casual sex, casual sex and women. You know, is it possible for most women to have sex with a partner and not get attached? Can they really do it? You know, the movies that are out like um, NSA, No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits and all those kind of movies that have come out portraying the trend that has been around forever, by the way, uh, forever and ever and ever. And now we're going to find out, is is it possible? Is it possible? Or are women setting themselves up for emotional heartache, heartbreak, thinking that they can do it, but they really can't? We're going to be talking to Dr. Devi in a moment uh, about that. Uh, Oh, I received, this was interesting, um, an email in. You mentioned two weeks ago an oil to help you sleep. Can you please tell me uh, what it is and and why, why it works? I couldn't couldn't even read that. All right, number one. Do you remember a couple weeks ago uh, we had a, a gentleman on, Dean Morris, who's an herbalist, talking about how lavender oil now is available in capsules that you swallow? Is that a trip? And two weeks before that, which is what I think the listener was asking me about, I was talking about how every night, and I've done this for 25 years, I put lavender oil, the essential oil of lavender, on my pillow. It's, oh my gosh, it smells so awesome. It's so relaxing. So now, you and you can do it both ways. You can sprinkle it on your pillow, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It does help you fall asleep. I'm guarant- I guarantee you that. And then you can also... Eat it. Swallow it now, which I had no idea was even possible until we had Dean Morris on talking about that. So there you go. There's the answer to that question. And you can email us if you have questions at talkdavid.com, and we'll get to as many during the show that we possibly can. And if you have not yet picked up your copy, it's a free copy of our brand-new book. We're giving away a million copies. Go to our website, the name of the book, The Power of Focus, How to Exceed Your Own Expectations in Life. We're giving away a million copies, and you can get yours right now at talkdavid.com. And the book rocks. (laughs) I had to say that. The book absolutely rocks. It's going to be the best book you've ever read in your life. promise you. All right, let's go to this hot topic. Dr. Debbie, Harvard-trained physician, uh, from CNN to Dr. Oz, she's appeared on CNN and Dr. Oz, and now I know the feather in her cap of appearing on any show is going to be now that she can say, I've been on Di- David Essel Alive. Isn't that true, Dr. Debbie? Of course, David. Thanks so much for having me on the show. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. So, well, first of all, let me ask you this. This topic 
is it's for me it's fascinating it's interesting um why is it in your heart to talk about it so i got more interested in this topic as i started studying about the mind body connection i think in medicine a lot of people are trained to look at things as you know there's either physical issues or there's mental issues and we look at trying to help people have happy healthy lives by separating those two out uh the more I got involved in medicine, the more work I did, the more research I did, the more I realized you really can't separate those two out. And then one thing led to another, and I started thinking about what people are really trying to do in life, you know, to be happy and healthy. Most people are trying to fall in love, or the people that they already love, they're trying to improve those relationships. And right. I I think it's a very important topic, and I just sort of fell into it that way. <laughs> I love it. So, so women, and, and, you know, over the years, now, Dr. Debbie, this this uh, trend, this fad, this whatever you want to call it, of of women having casual sex with men, uh, one-night stands, you know, of course, that's what we called it when we were kids, you know, one-night stands, and, and then it turned into no-strings-attacked relationships where you have sex with a partner or a couple different partners, but it's really just to get together, hook up, have sex, see you in a week, see you in a month, see you in whenever. Yeah. Can, yeah, can women do this and be free and light without attachment? Well, I won't speak for all women, but it's actually very, it's very difficult. And uh, that's based kind of on the research in the animal kingdom. So I'll just give you a little bit more background. It, it sounds a little bit strange, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't have thought that there was monogamy in the animal kingdom at all. But mm-hmm. certain zoologists were looking at various animals, like these, uh, what's called prairie voles, with the type of rodent. And they found that these animals, if a male and a female prairie vole had sex, it was a 24-hour ritual. And as soon as they had sex, they were together bonded for life. They never looked at any other prairie voles. So (laughs) it's very interesting (laughs) because prairie voles don't have the same psychology as humans, but it makes you wonder what in these animals made them actually make this decision or become bonded that way. So one thing led to another, and scientists found that a lot of it has to do with biology, specifically this hormone called oxytocin, which human beings also have. So I think that the short answer is yes, I think it is possible for people to fall in love just having casual sex, but no, it's not uh, always possible to just have no strings attached sex, but it's a little bit more complicated because there's a mix of biology and the psychology and some yeah. other factors. You know, in, in, in the world of, um, of bodybuilding, there's, you know, we know statistically there's like 3% of the female population that has similar um, testosterone levels as men, that have similar um, number of muscle fibers per muscle group as men, and so they can actually become bodybuilders. Or if they didn't want to become a bodybuilder, they they could become you know very strong and large and muscular. But ninety seven percent of women, unless they took steroids, could never compete. You know, at that mm-hmm. at, at the heavyweight at that level. level. Yeah. Right. right. And, you know, um, OK, so we look at that. We say three percent of women are born with enough testosterone and, and muscle fiber per muscle uh, group as men are. And they could become very large, very big. Do you have any idea what percentage of women could have casual sex, maybe because their oxytocin levels were are lower or for, for some other, you know, physiological reason, brain chemistry reason, do you have any idea what percentage of women could have casual sex without attachment? I don't know the percentage of women, but I can tell you this. It's not necessarily about the level of oxytocin that they have, but it might be the pattern of uh, how they get oxytocin. So 
you know, most of us have oxytocin already, whether it's males and females. Actually, males have it also, but we're not sure exactly how it functions in males. But mm. uh, what happens is certain activities give us more oxytocin. So, for example, if a woman's giving birth, oxytocin is the hormone that causes that to happen. It's also the same hormone that causes uh, women to breastfeed or stimulates breastfeeding and lactation. So scientists are thinking maybe it's something that fosters attachment or bonding. So right before a woman gives birth, she becomes more attached to the baby as it's coming out. Same thing right. as when the baby is uh, breastfeeding or kind of suckling, then the woman becomes more attached to the baby that way. So interestingly, one thing led to another, and they started studying oxytocin levels when people have sex. And it's not that sex alone causes people to have more oxytocin levels, but levels, but certain things. So, for example, uh, you know, if someone's having an orgasm, that causes oxytocin levels to go up, both in men and women. And also with other things, like during foreplay, women get more oxytocin. So women tend to get a lot more of it during foreplay. They get more bursts of it than men do, but both men and women have it, and it might be mm -hmm. the relative increase. So as they get more bursts of it, that they become more attached or more bonded, the same way they might become attached to their baby if they give birth or breastfeed. Right, right. You know, here's an interesting question for you. So yeah. in, in my work for the past 22 years, I work with the brain, you know, with, with couples counseling and, and spiritual counseling, all different kinds of stuff. So over yeah. the last 20, 22 years, I've had couples come in that are part of, they call it the lifestyle, swingers, you know, who, yeah. who they share their partner and they have multiple sex partners and all that kind of stuff, right? Now, mm -hmm. in, in, in the couples that I've worked with that want to be part of this lifestyle, I've seen about 98% of them crash. The, the relationship eventually deteriorates because of jealousy, insecurity. Um, one starts out curious about the lifestyle, and then after they're in it, they don't like it, and their partner still wants to go in it. And I, I've seen just you know, an amazing amount of relationships die because of it. Now, I've also seen, Dr. Debbie, some yeah. couples that, that sustain it. I mean, I know one couple that I started working with 10 years ago, and they're still in it. And their marriage, because I work with them from a marriage point of view, not what they do outside of their marriage, their marriage is still strong. So could, could we say that, that, that those people, that their oxytocin levels aren't operating as most of the population because they're able to freely have sex without attachment? Well, it's possible, but it's also possible that they are getting the oxytocin, but maybe instead of associating it with the person that they're having sex with at the moment, they're associating it with their spouse. So, for example, maybe the woman is having sex with someone, but because her husband is sort of involved in this process, too, I mean, they're swingers, or this is kind of something that they decided upon together and beforehand, maybe right. she is becoming more attached, but maybe towards the person she actually is married to rather than the person she's having sex with, yeah. That's a beautiful, valid point. That's wonderful. <laughs> but I agree with you that, uh, like you were saying, with the majority of people, that you know that would be difficult to do. So, like you said, if ninety-eight percent fail, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me that doing that would be difficult for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 in the clients I've worked with, it's been extremely difficult. Dr. Debbie, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. We're going to come back and talk more. Uh, Dr. De if you want more information on our guest, Dr. Debbie, go to drdevi.com, Dr. D-E-V-I, D-O-C-T-O-R, D-E-V-I.com, drdevi.com. Check her out, Harvard-trained physician. We're going to come and talk a little bit more about the oxytocin stuff. 
If you have a question, call us 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. Rocking across America every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, bringing you information to help you make better decisions in your life. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. the USA. David Essel alive, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, to our 12 million XM subscribers across the world at talkdavid.com. 1-800-548-8255. I want to make you mine. I love it. What a great tagline as we're talking with Dr. Debbie about friends with benefits, uh, no strings attached, sex, and is it possible with women to actually have this happen, uh, Dr. Devi has appeared on CNN, Dr. Oz, and now uh, David Essel alive. Hey, Dr. Devi, what about oral sex? Is there is there a release of oxytocin um, through oral sex, or is it mainly when we're talking about from a sex point of view? I know it's released during breastfeeding, and when when it, when, when a woman has a, a, a baby during childbirth, uh, childbirth. But is it the same if it's sex at all, or is there like um, if they kiss a little bit of oxytocin's released, and if you have oral sex a little bit more, and then if you have intercourse, it's like look out. <laughs> so yeah, kissing doesn't specifically cause the oxytocin to be released. But uh, with in terms of oral sex, so clitoral stimulation does cause it. You know, if the man is performing oral sex on the woman, that will cause mm-hmm. her oxytocin to burst. And same thing okay. too with the orgasm. For a man, oxytocin does go up with orgasm, but it's not quite the same pattern. It just kind of goes up steadily. Doesn't um, they don't get quite the same burst each time something happens. So. Unfortunately, the men got the short end of the stick there. <laughs> or or if you're a guy looking just for casual sex, you're great, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, and interestingly, what you were saying about the no strings attached versus uh, best friends with benefits, I think, yeah. you, you know, it makes a difference if you just meet a stranger and, let's say, have sex versus if it's somebody that you already like that you're already friends with. When we talk about love, you know, we separate out lust, uh, attraction, and then attachment. So the oxytocin is really more about attachment. So, for example, if it's somebody that you don't know that you may never see again, maybe it's harder to form an attachment there. But if it's somebody that you already like, that you already may be attracted to a little bit, and then now you get that burst of oxytocin, that's probably where it's more difficult for women or where they become more attached than a man might. Right. And, you know, in my office, what we see with most women, just like what I was saying, 98 percent of couples, you know, have a very hard time eventually with the swinging lifestyle. It's the same thing with women that are trying to have casual sex. You know, I mean, I've worked with even a lot of college students who will come in and sit down and their life is filled, Dr. Debbie, with chaos and drama around men. And then eventually they say, well, you know, I, st- I worked at a bar and I, st- you know, uh, after school, after college, I'd go and work at a bar and I met this bartender and we went home and all of a sudden I became more attached than him. He could care less. Hence, chaos and drama follows, right? 
Yeah, no, of course. And it's funny that you mentioned the bartender because if they do spend so much time there at, at the bar, maybe they know that bartender. It's not a complete stranger to them, somebody they know, right. somebody they've talked to. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, so let's say a couple is listening right now, and they go, "This oxytocin stuff sounds pretty cool." How how can people like like can can you if you send more texts? And I'm I'm not kidding, right? Like yeah. like if you send more texts and leave more, you know, or, or or like um you know erotic emails or do do anything? Does anything like that raise the levels? Emails. I don't think so. I think, you know, when people are more satisfied, their oxytocin level goes up. This is a little bit like what Dr. Cass was saying earlier in the show. You know, when you're more satisfied, certain hormone levels are higher in the body. But at the mm-hmm. same time, if, if I was giving advice to couples, I would say, generally speaking, you know, you know, you want to foster attachment as much as possible. You want your oxytocin levels to go up. So it's not just about having sex, but it's about having positive sex where both people are enjoying it. You know, there's maybe more foreplay involved for the woman that might make her feel more attached. I think probably the guy would feel happier also if the woman was more satisfied. I mean, those together. Yeah, so I think that would be the best way to go in terms of that. But people have looked at, you know, before you get to the sex part about things before that, of course, you know, listening, talking to each other, that also makes things better. And people have tried doing things like with oxytocin-laced perfume. So just all types of other uh, ways of getting (laughs) oxytocin. But yeah, but those things have not been, those things haven't been shown to be very effective, but uh, they have tried it elsewhere, like natural remedies and stuff. And um, yeah, just in terms of other things that also kind kind of tend to foster oxytocin's use or uh, its effects. I mean, sometimes chocolate is shown to be more helpful Mm. in terms of, yeah, chocolate and some of the (laughs) other things that we think about anyway. A pumpkin pie is up there as being something that makes it work a little bit better or makes people feel more likely to have an orgasm uh, during sex. <laughs> well, you know, I have to be careful because, you know, every once in a while I'll have a pumpkin. And I, I, I'm not teasing when I say this. You know, I, I have um, aromatherapy candles burning in my office. Yeah. And, you know, because it, it relaxes people and they're more open. I have to make sure not to get pumpkin pie then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, so that might be better if you're doing couples therapy because it's the aroma that actually helps people more. So lavender, pumpkin, the chocolate aroma. Ironically, right. women's perfumes uh, tend to cause them to feel more relaxed, but men's colognes don't always do it. So we don't know if it's because women's perfumes make them feel more sexy or make them feel more relaxed, and so they're more likely to have a positive response, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, DrDevi.com. If you want for more information on our on my guest right now, Dr. Devi, D-O-C-T-O-R-D-E-V-I, DrDevi.com, Harvard-trained physician. Dr. Devi, you rock. This has been fascinating, awesome, and I hope we can come back, get you back again, and we'll, we'll pick another topic and have some more fun. How does that sound? Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you so much, David, and thanks for all the positive work you do for people. It's really great. Oh, you are so welcome. Have a beautiful night. All right. You too. Thanks. Thank Bye-bye. You. 1-800-548-8255. dot com. Check it out. Great information she just shared with us. This was awesome. Hey, coming up, we've got your emails. We've got um, uh, someone talking about what have you overcome in life. So think about this, gang. What are you most proud of that you've overcome in life? Is it something financially? Is it raising kids? Is it coming back from an illness, an injury? We'll be talking to you about that. 1-800-548-8255. Glad to have you with us. I'm David Essel. Stay there.
David Essel in the box with you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Listen, if you need to be lifted during the week, if you need to be lifted up, maybe you're having a hard time staying motivated, like after the Saturday, 6 to 9, 3 to 6 show here. David Essel Live, you go, okay, I need more. Join us through social media on Facebook, David Essel Live. We post multiple times a day videos, tips, quotes on how you can become more alive in life on Facebook, David Essel Live, Twitter, David Essel, LinkedIn, David Essel. And listen, um, Will Wilkerson, the segment producer here for the show, every week he puts up the entire show on iTunes. If you just go to iTunes and Google David Essel Live, you can listen for free to these segments, to shows that you've missed or segments that you've missed. Uh, you can hear it all. It's all up on iTunes. So we want to keep you uh, abreast and positive. Absolutely. one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. Okay, um, I got a uh, uh, an email in asking me a question about what my greatest comeback was in life. Uh, what am I most proud of achieving? But I want to know from you. I want give us a call. This is this, now this, this segment right here. I want to give it to you. What is your greatest accomplishment in life? Uh, was it raising kids? Maybe you were a single mom or dad, or maybe uh, you were a couple, but you raised kids under great financial duress. Was it releasing an addiction? Was it recovering from debt or a job loss? one 800 This is a chance to talk a little bit. You can give us 30 seconds of what you've done that you're most proud of. This is a way that we imprint in our brain good stuff. When people ask me, like, how is it that I stay positive? Well, one of the ways you stay positive is talking about the things that you've done that you're proud of. It's true. We need to share. And other people need to hear our success stories so that they know it's possible. Did you go back to school and get an education when you didn't have any money or time? What is it for you? 1-800-548-8255. I would love to know. We need positive news. We need positive information. This is a chance for you to get involved, to get off of your phone, on your phone, and give us a call. Call us up. You know, or what about, do you have a friend or, or that you're really proud of and they accomplished something that you want to share? Or maybe a lover that of yours accomplished something really awesome that you'd like to share? Maybe a family member came back from, uh, uh, from some tough times? You know, share with the country. Share right now. 1-800-548-8255. Give us a call. Let us know. Um, individuals need, we need right now, we really truly do need uh, this kind of positive news. You know, last week we talked about the negative campaign ads and the people that emailed in, oh, my Lord, uh, and the few people that got through on the phone were sharing about how negative ad campaigns aren't working. They, they don't do anything positive for this country. And so we're going to get a chance to do the opposite. This is going to be a chance for you to give us a call and to share with us what it is that your greatest accomplishments are. Um, the, the, the person went on to email, um, they were asking me about my achievements, which, uh, you can go to talkdavid.com to find out. And actually in our book, our new book, the power of focus, which we're giving away for free. I talk about some of the greatest challenges that I've overcome. If you, uh, if you don't have a copy of that book, the power of focus, get it at talkdavid.com. Uh, they went on to say that this show is by far the most positive voice on radio. We appreciate that. We need it more than just Saturday nights. We appreciate that. Because uh, we, we, we believe the same thing. And it will happen. It, it absolutely will happen. So what is it that you're most proud of? Or, or do you have a brother or a sister or a mom or a dad that went through some real challenges that you'd like to share with us on the air? 
to to maybe inspire someone else who's having a hard time that they can hear that there there are other people out there that have done great stuff. I'll get to some of your emails in a minute. We're already getting emails in with people that have accomplished great things. 1-800-548-8255. Give us a call. This is a chance to either talk about yourself or a friend, a lover, a family member. Share the good news. You know, share that good news. This is so important to do. Um, An email in here from Harvey. Uh, For 30 years, alcohol ran my life. I lost two wives to it. In parentheses, they divorced me. Uh, I had a horrendous relationship with my children. All the while, I made a lot of money and lived a very comfortable lifestyle. Gave it up just two years ago. And my life could never be better. For anyone out there who's struggling with alcohol, please get some help. Uh, The host of this show is in recovery, so you might even call him as well. Amen, Harvey. Congratulations. That is so rocking. 30 years. 30 years of struggling with alcohol. And here's something fascinating, you know, and and I'm glad that he put this in here. He had a lot of money. He lost two wives. Because they left him, they divorced him, uh, estranged from all his children. Doesn't say how many. But in the last two years, it's been the best two years of his life. Isn't it fascinating? You know, we, we, for all of us who have struggled or who are struggling with alcohol right now, boy, we buy into the lie, the lie of alcohol, don't we? The lie that says that, uh, um, you know, it's cool. It's, you know, you deserve this. You work hard. Uh, life is hard right now. You need to relax. Um, it's good. It's healthy for guys to get together and bond and drink. Uh, that's what we do at, uh, at tailgate parties. It's great to get together with everyone and just get hammered. You know, like we have all of these false notions, these lies that we buy into that somehow it's going to make my life better. When, when And sometimes it goes on through adulthood, but when we're kids, you know, teens, the peer pressure to fit in, to drink to fit in, it's huge, isn't it? And for people to be able to um, to walk away from that is such an accomplishment. And if you're struggling with it right now, there is so much help out there. You can call us. We'll, we'll talk to you. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. If you're struggling with any kind of addiction, we, we've been working in the world of addiction recovery for 20 years. Um, the end result is incredible. Uh, this is from Cynthia, who's 19 years old. Uh, just heard you talking about peer pressure and alcohol. I started at 14, stopped at 16, and see so many of my friends struggling with alcohol. To this day, it is my greatest accomplishment. Oh, right on, girl. Ended at 16. She's 19 years old, and that's her greatest accomplishment, is not drinking anymore. I absolutely love that. 1-800-548-8255. This is from Maria. Maria wrote in and said, uh, my greatest uh, accomplishment is raising four children on my own. For most of my adult life, I have been the single breadwinner, and it has been incredibly challenging. Yet now my adult kids look back and thank me every birthday, every holiday for doing what I've done to show them how to be resilient in life. My greatest accomplishment. That is absolutely stunning. 
I love this. Continue to email us. Give us a call, 1-800-548-8255. Open up the humble box. You know, we're so humble, aren't we? We go, oh, I couldn't talk about myself. And yet what I'm hoping with Maria, uh, the, the college student, Harvey, two of them letting go of alcohol, one of them raising four kids on their own, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, one of the things I pray that happens with this short segment that we're doing right now is that it will inspire people to see that there is a way and that there's light at the end of the tunnel. But let me share this with you. Whenever I hear that phrase, light at the end of the tunnel, the light is always self-created. Rarely does the light at the end of the tunnel appear out of luck. Sometimes a miracle, right? Sometimes a miracle, but for the most part, it's self-created. What does that mean? That means that we're responsible for creating that light at the end of the tunnel. We're responsible for creating our own luck. And how do we do that? Like, how do we, and because we're struggling financially or with our weight or struggling with a health issue or struggling with a career, we're struggling in a relationship with an addiction, how do we create our own light Like, how do we create our own breakthrough? The only way that I know works is to ask for help. Think of it this way. We've gotten where we are in life, most of us, by ourselves. This is as far as we're going to get, by ourselves. If we want to recover from an addiction, if we want to lose weight, if we want to make more money, if we want to learn how to save money and quit spending, if we want to learn how to save a relationship that's crumbling, the only surefire way to do it is to ask someone else to help us. Because the odds are, if we rely on ourselves, we're going to stay right where we are today. If it's with your body, if it's with your relationship, if it's with finances or an addiction, the odds are if you try to figure it out on yourself, by yourself, you're going to stay right where you are. So get humble. Reach out. Ask. Get accountable. Figure a way to get someone else in your life to help you accomplish what you have not been able to do up to now. 1-800-548-8255. After these messages, we're going to continue more of your emails. I'll get more comments that are coming in. Your phone calls, 1-800-548-8255. I am so glad that you've chosen to be part of this positive radio talk show. We are here for you every Saturday for 21 years, bringing you guests and information to help you radically, wildly change your life. We're going to continue to do it. Hang with us. I'm David Essel, right there. Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard, gang. It's all positive news. David Essel in the box, 1-800-548-8255. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mark, you're on with David Essel. Hello, David. How are you? Hey, Mark. Good. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, you're talking about some accomplishments, and uh, I uh, 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 
self-published a book that I was very proud of. I spent a few years putting it together and uh, finally got it out there, and uh, I'm very proud of that accomplishment. That is so cool. What's the name of your book? Let's give you a plug here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, it's, it's not very commercial, but um, I'm, I'm proud nonetheless. It's called The Powder, Their Paper, and Pools of Blood. Say that title again. <laughs> the powder, their paper, and pools of blood. And, and everybody uh, that I mentioned that to says, uh, excuse me, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. what it's called. Right. And, what, and what's the gist of the book, Mark? Well, I, uh, I used to be a, a DEA agent uh, back uh, in another life, it seems. And uh, I, I had a kind of an interesting perspective about it, I thought, anyway, and uh, started recording some of my experiences and uh, turned it into a piece of fiction because I thought I had kind of a, uh, a, an interesting angle. Uh, although I was uh, responsible for federal law enforcement, I had a brother that was kind of on the other end of that spectrum, so um, I thought that I had some interesting stories to tell. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say. Holy cow. Um, now, 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 on a separate topic, uh, have you been able to have a relationship with your brother because of that? Absolutely. Um, we, we, I loved him, and he loved me. Uh, and I was uh, actually serving in another area of the country, uh, so I really wasn't uh, responsible for his activities. Um, I don't want to say I turned a blind eye to it because I didn't know what he was doing, um, but, you know, uh, uh, he, did, he had his life and I had mine. So right. Right, right, right. Now, from 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 uh, publishing a book, what is it that comes out? Like, what is it for for people out there, Mark, that might be listening to you right now, going, "Oh my lord!" You know, I would love to write a book, and I've got these ideas. What is the feeling that came out when you saw the first copy in your hands? Um, just quite a bit of pride, uh, quite a bit of feeling of I had had done something. I had taken a blank piece of paper. And I had crafted a story that was all mine, and uh, and I worked very hard on it. I just didn't throw it together. As I said, uh, I, I I I completed several drafts and 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 had uh, somebody look at it, a professional editor, and I mean, I really worked hard on it. I couldn't get anybody to back it, um, it, it, it from a uh, from a publishing house, but to to actually see it in print and then have people tell me. Yeah, this is interesting. I enjoyed this. Uh, right. it, it's it's just quite a bit of accomplishment. You you really feel proud of of yourself. Yeah. Oh, I think it's awesome, and I'm so glad that that you called in, Mark, because there's a lot of people in the USA and around the world listening right now who always have wanted to write a book, but they've come up with all kinds of excuses. In 30 seconds. What were your biggest excuses for, for taking time to write? Like, did you ever come up with a block and say something like, who am I? I don't have a background. I don't have the education. Did, did you face any of those blocks? Well, absolutely. Uh, I, couldn't, I, I, I didn't think that anybody would be interested in it. I didn't think that I had the ability to do it. Um, but I just kept pressing on, and uh, it eventually went from the first sentence to a 475-page book. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that's so, yeah. that that that's huge. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably too too big, but uh, I, you know, I just kept working at it. I kept pressing, yeah. and uh, and and uh, every once in a while, somebody uh, that I don't know, uh, I didn't know ten years ago when it was published, finds out that I wrote a book, and they read it, and they tell me, "Hey, this was this was pretty interesting," and and so uh, it keeps yeah. paying dividends. Ah, uh, that's awesome. And 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 it, and I, ju- I was just going to say that, you know, when you can still get feedback, if it's from one or two people every once in a while, or if it turns out to be hundreds, who knows what happens with life, but it makes you feel good. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to share that. That rocks. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. What we feel uh, most proud of accomplishing. Uh, Tabitha just wrote in and said, saving our marriage after an affair, we both worked really hard and now are more in love than ever before. Tabitha, that rocks. Good for you, girl. 1-800-548-TALK. Let's go from Philadelphia to New England. Chuck, you're out with David Essel. Hey, good to talk to you again, David. How you doing? Hey, Chuck, welcome. What's on your mind with all this uh, uh, accomplishment stuff we're, we're talking about? Well, in my own life, when I was younger, my most profound accomplishment was actually inside of myself. And it was the learning and understanding and the hard work of actually changing the direction of my life. And to attribute it to a scene in a movie, everybody's seen that movie Tombstone with Kurt Russell, when they're, they're being shot at at that creek bed or river bed or whatever, and he just stands up and he's like, go, oh, and then he starts shooting it, and, you know, like nobody's hit them. And, you know, kind of thing. What ended up happening in that scene was he just lost all fear, period. Right. And that's the one thing that blocks everybody, and that's the one thing that I found in self that literally stopped me from moving forward in my life. I was afraid of X. I was afraid of Y. I was afraid of if I did this kind of a thing, you know. And I would manifest that through excuses or procrastination kind of thing. And once I realized that those were walls stopping me from doing what I actually wanted to do, then I had to fight the fear, which I battled successfully, and that's exactly what it is. I got exactly what you said, humbled, and I asked people for help. And I realized at that moment that humbleness gives you strength. Like I tell my kids all the time, I would rather you make a thousand mistakes and not accomplish a thing so long as you tried your best, but I don't ever want to hear them say, I can't. Right. Right. I love it, Chuck. I love it. Yes, removing the fear, getting humble, asking for help. You rock, my man. You too, man. Take care. Hey, thanks for the call, Chuck. 1-800-548-8255. You know, we are so appreciative of all of your emails, of the texts, of the phone calls that come in. We so are appreciative. And if you're sitting here listening saying, I really want to accomplish something, I want to accomplish more, I've got this challenge I want to tell you again, you've got to get our book. It's free. It's at, there's no excuses. Go to talkdavid.com. It's called The Power of Focus, How to Exceed Your Own Expectations in Life. We're giving away a million copies. Why? Because we know if people have the information, the tools necessary to change, anyone can change. Yes, even you. <laughs> even you as you sit down and go and lose 100 pounds or get out of this debt or really release this kind of an addiction in the book, The Power of Focus. We're going to help you just like we help you on the show. It's all about reaching out and saying there are hands here to help. 
but you got to do something. In this case, you got to go to the website, talkdavid.com. It's that simple. We are going to continue to rock. We've got more information. We've got more of your success stories coming up. We've got more and more and more. Remember, at any given time, today could be the day that your life starts to turn around. Be bold, be strong, be positive. I'm David Essel. Stay there.